What's up, guys? This is Manuel. This is Phoenix. And this is Full Drop Podcast. What's up, guys? As always, want to thank you for tuning in to another very, very special episode of uh, Full Drop Podcast. I say very, very special because this is our last podcast of 2019. Uh, man, this year went by super, super quick. Um, it's crazy because we just started it this year in January. Yeah. And to see how far we've gotten is truly um, mind-blowing. I didn't think that we would be at the, the point where we're at right now. We have a lot of interviews, a lot of great people that we sat down, we met, we got to know more, and um, it's been crazy, man. Um, what did you think so far of, of, of where we've come from, from our first episode to where we're at now? Yeah, man, I think I think it's crazy to, like, I, I listened back to our first episode a, a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. and it was just like you know we were really nervous, yeah. like talking and stuff, and like it was it was still a good like conversation and everything between the two of us, but like you could tell like how far we've grown yeah, and how comfortable sure. we've become like on the mic, you know, and everything, and um and especially like interviews too. Like mm-hmm. we, I remember our first interview with Miller, and even though he was the homie, um it was still like interesting to do. To like now, like um we're more our transitions are better, things like that. Like, you, you can tell, like, we're learning our craft, and, like, it's really, really dope to see, but it's just crazy how many episodes we've done, but then also, like, just the time and, like, the year, you know, we've had. It's been a it's been a really fun year, like, you know, just interviewing people, you know, getting to travel to different places. Um, it, it's been a really dope year, bro. Yeah, I think it's it's just so crazy how, how we, because we, I know we both wanted to do it, um, and then we finally just said, hey, we both want to do a podcast. Why not just do it together? And from that small conversation, to actually building something that, that not only people here locally, but people abroad and really mess with and like start are starting to recognize and stuff like that. It's crazy, man. I never thought that that one little podcast could really like blow up like that. Um, and I said, because like you said, you even got messages of people yeah. um, uh, here recently, too that have like you know said hey i appreciate what you're doing even with the youtube channel i we're at 700 plus and um it's absolutely crazy what you know what some mics can do and what a a camera can do um because i feel like a lot of times people nowadays when they think about oh you know youtube is dead or podcasts everyone's doing a podcast um there's no point of getting into it i think we got into it at a good time not only that but the reason why i think we're so successful is because we actually love what we're doing and we actually like like it for what it is, not just to try to make money or not just because it's the thing to do, what everyone's doing right now. But it's something that we both are passionate about. So I think that's why we've been so successful and that's why we we're at the point where we're at right now. Yeah, and, you know, at the I always think of, like, you know, at the grand scheme of things, like, you know, we're very small and we're just starting. But at the same time, we, we took a step this year that, you know, there's a lot of people who haven't taken it, you know, like, yeah oh, I want to start this. And even, like, looking back at my personal self, like, uh-huh. I've been wanting to do YouTube for, like, five-plus years. Yeah. I just never, like, I even bought cameras and I never really, like, just pressed the record button, yeah. you know, and, like, uploaded it. And then it, it's just funny, like, going towards the, t- uh, you know, the end of 2018, like, it was something that I thought we could, re- you know, really do. And then we talked about, like, doing stuff together. And, you know, when we started the podcast, I was like, oh, this is going to be dope you know it's gonna be interesting to kind of do this stuff and then in the summer we came out the idea to do the youtube and not just like separate channels like coming together again and creating something that i think personally like it's 
there's stuff out there but it's not like what we're doing and like that's what we want to continue mm-hmm. to you know build and grow and no one's doing it either yeah. way here in Iowa yeah like the way and, that like, we're doing it. and it's not being like cocky or shit like that but like I, I I'm really excited you know I, I just love to see how we've grown and you know where we can kind of take it um but the the major kind of thing that I'm excited for is just to put out more content you know what I mean like I love making content uh, whether it's videos or whether it's us recording doing interviews everything like that um so when it comes to looking and reflecting on 2019 man I just think it's been it's been a really fun year you know to be able to do stuff um a lot of grinding a lot of you know you know dope moments uh what were some of the your favorite moments of 2019 2019 let's see one of my favorite moments of course i got married I in october say you start with that, bro. yeah <laughs> i got married um it was fun you know it's challenging um marrying someone and you know just trying to find the find the the best way certain situations um uh of course going through it together um i mean and that's another thing too like and i'm glad that through the whole year I had I had my wife with me because you know just personally I had a lot of ups and downs and um that's one thing that people need to realize that is not not every single year is going to be your year there's definitely going to be some down moments but like I said right now I'm at a good I'm at a pretty good spot where I'm looking forward to 2020 um another favorite moment let's see I don't know I feel like every sneaker release that me and my wife did yeah I feel like every release is something different. There's something that we can learn from. Um, CultureCon, I loved. Um, of course, not my. Oh yeah, CultureCon. This uh, the it was the first year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that because it was different. Like when I remember me and you talking about it, like yo, that shit was dope. Um, of course, Culture Shock. Um, something new, trying to bring both in like sneakers, streetwear, and music together. I absolutely love that too. Um. Yeah, this year for the most part it's been good. Um, it's been good to me. Yeah, there's but like I said, there's been some ups and downs, but overall, all the sneaker events. Oh, Chicago was a big one uh, for me. I loved like actually being able to sit down and talk to some of the people that I look up to, um, and actually you know, not just texting, but actually speaking to them face to face is is something different. So shout out to Two J, shout out to to Ben Strauss and. Uh, all the peeps over there that that we spoke to um yeah i feel like this year i actually did what i wanted to do as far as the um youtube the podcast and 99 um next year it's going to be completely different i i really want to push forward to doing this full time and not just procrastinating about hey you know i don't know if it's going to work i just want to go for it and say fuck it because we're, we're both young and right i think right now is a time where there's less risk and actually going for for something and doing it, then further down the road having to do it, and then there being more a higher risk. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Um, first of all, it seems like I mean, like every year, you know, it goes by quick. But yeah. Until you get to that point where like the year is almost over, and it went by really quick. Yeah. Like I feel like twenty nineteen went by really quick. Um, but it had you know, very very high moments, you know, for sure low moments and everything. But it's about how you pick yourself up from those low moments yeah. as well. Um, but some of my favorite moments when we first, uh, started in January, when we took that picture, I saw you posted on like your Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So it was like January 3rd and we, we met up for, um, we met up at Illis and we were doing 
the little test run on yeah. the iPhone on my uh, yeah. iPhone, and we just recorded a memo. I remember and, like, that. We talked for like forty five minutes and like no script, nothing. We just mm-hmm. literally had a conversation, and we were like, "Yo, if we can do this for forty five minutes, first of all, we can do it with, like episodes just the two of us. But yeah. imagine like if we could do talk for forty five minutes. Imagine with a guest what we yeah. could do and talk about and shit. And so that was a, definitely a good moment. And then you know going into like with vintage um my favorite moment like for sure was doing the flea market because it's something that i feel like iowa has missed mm-hmm. you know you you go to the coast or you know even other bigger cities like they always have flea markets and things like that and like to put something on for like the city um you know bowie and i we talked about it for so long and then you know like justin all of them like we we wanted to do something for the city that really hasn't been done like mm-hmm. there's been sneaker events and things like that but it, there hasn't been a flea market surrounded a, with that kind of stuff with vintage and like and the thing like i love doing the sneaker events and everything but like it's not like there's vintage people there and it's grown a lot like it used to be just like bowie and i and maybe a couple other layton. people yep layton and um austin too and then it kind of blew up and you see a lot more people and because of that though we were able to create like the flea market and have like 15 plus vintage vendors and like that was just dope man like dope to see and like obviously we're gonna continue to do that in 2020 and everything but it's just that was one of my favorite moments and then just you know working and grinding and the youtube and the love that people are showing like it's it's something that i didn't think that would be there you know what i mean like like you said, like I had somebody randomly hit me up and just yeah. like, yo, continue growing, continue doing that. And like, it's just dope to see because like, I always think like, I, I love what I do and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm never like content of like thinking I'm the best or yeah. like shit like that. Like I'm, I've just never been like that. So like to have people like come and like say what's up and like do that kind of thing. Like it, it was definitely a, you know, it's definitely a really cool moment and uh, I'm just excited, man. Like 2019 was a great year but 2020 is going to be like like the year to do shit and like yeah getting i, I get, feel like that getting into the next decade i think it's definitely where people need to step up to the plate um and do what they want to do especially we're not getting any younger yeah. so i think right now is we have to to go for it and like i said i don't think there's as much risk as there would be if we do it later down the road what would you um what would you say going into next year though like not looking in the like you know further but like just looking at next year what what kind of goals do you have for next year i have a really big one um but uh i think it's just more i have to look at life different um just because lately i feel like i've been I've been too in focus with my nine to five and I hate it. And, and that's one thing that I, I want to do for next year is one of my goals is to look more at it as like not spending so much money on stupid stuff mm-hmm. and actually seeing, okay, I have bills to pay. How much is it each month? And actually like seeing how much if just from sneakers make my profit off sneakers, how much it would cover for, for, uh, for my bills and then you know i like actually planning out stuff so say f my nine to five if i'm if i quit right now you know like actually planning out how much would i have left over how much would i have to pay for my bills how much of my sneaker stuff would cover for that and that's one thing that i've been doing lately right now for this like two months is actually like saying okay i'm not gonna use my money from my nine to five because i felt like i'm 
uh, like I'm never gonna get out of that if I constantly am you, depending like, on, on it. it. Yeah. yeah. So what I started doing was okay. Let's see. I wrote down how much I spend a month on bills just alone, and then a little bit of food. And then I said, okay, I'm gonna sell this shoe. This is how much of that profit is gonna cover for this? How much? You know what I mean? And starting to look at it like that, so that way I'm not depending on my nine to five. Because mm-hmm. that's like I said, I don't ever, I don't want to be working nine to five. Um, for the rest of my life, I absolutely hate it. Um, I understand that that might be for someone, for some people out there, they might enjoy it, but I personally don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, especially when you're working a nine to five, if there's some stuff like a birthday party, um, uh, an ill, uh, family member, you can't really ask for time because the nine to five, that big corporation, or maybe it's a small business where you work at, it's not going to give a fuck. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. And, and, um, that's another conversation, but that's one of my main goals is to work for yourself. Yeah. To work for myself. I'm actually starting to plan out more and not just say, Oh no, I'll plan for it and never end up doing it. It's actually planning and, and making sure those, those, those uh, next steps are, sh- are strategic, uh, strategic steps and not just, Hey, well, fuck it. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Not have a plan for it. But yeah. how about you? Yeah, man. Uh, well, before I kind of say my stuff, like, I think that's definitely, I mean, obviously a really, you know, great goal, mm-hmm. but it's different from like you just saying like, oh, I, I don't want to work for anyone. I, yeah. I just want to, I want to start my business or, or not start, but like, you know, like do business full time and everything. And there's a difference between like saying what you're going to do and just mm-hmm. putting it out there versus like taking the steps to actually do it. So like, that's dope that you've been starting to like take the steps and like do everything, you know, for that. And I can't wait to see what, you know what you're gonna do in 2020, bro. I think it's gonna be a big year for you, for real. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. For myself, like my goal uh, is to just keep on. You know, this year with vintage is it was like I said, like it was definitely a great year on like a lot of the moments and things, and um, but I I want to get back to like kind of where I was a couple years ago with it, like the consistently the consist consistency that's like my my major goal is like to keep consistent with like everything that i do and go thrifting more and like travel more and i just keep on following my passions man like if i if i'm if i'm following my passion and creating and doing everything like that you know then i'm happy Mm -hmm. and just doing what i love like and then that's that's for sure the goal because if you're not happy in what you're doing in life, then, you know, it's just not really fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not worth, you know, doing or, you know, anything. Like, you got to be happy in what you're doing no matter what age you are. And it's funny enough, like, I don't, I don't really speak on, like, my family too much and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that was very kind of inspiring to me this year was my father, um, which was really cool, was, you know, he's, uh, he went back to school this year. Like, as a 52-year-old, like, he went back to college to, like, he wants to become a teacher. And that's something I never, like, I never really thought of, like, him going back. So, like, when he was 18, he went to, he had a full-ride scholarship to Iowa and, like, dropped out of school. Because, like, he had stuff going on and everything. Mm. And he, uh, he always regretted it. And so, like, to go back and do it. And he finished this year, his freshman year of college, which is weird to say. But he fr- uh, finished his freshman year of college with, like, straight A's. And, like, he hadn't been in school for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's fucking crazy. Like, to, to see somebody do that and, like, have that drive and passion and, like, you know, keep on doing what he's doing. Like, that that's, like, you know, just, like, motivation itself yeah. to, like, be, like, 
at the same time, it's like you don't want to be at that age, you know, doing yeah. whatever you want to do. Like, and that's why, like, I'm really motivated to, like, make, you know, do whatever I want to do and make myself happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that's something that a lot of people need to worry about, you know, is, like, making yourself happy before you can make anyone else happy. That's and, like, true. that's that's for sure the goal. And so, yeah, that's him doing that was, like, very motivating this year and going into this upcoming year. Like, I just really want to grind and, like, make the best of what I can, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's going to get there, man. Like, I think this 2020 is going to be really uh, – it's the start of a new decade, man. Like, it's going to be our, you know, this is, like, our decade. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This is the time for us to, like, grow and um, just do some really dope things, man. I can't wait to see, you know, what what's going to happen, man. I, I really can't. Yeah, I think that this next upcoming decade for everything, for vintage, for shoes, for – for um, clothing is going to be really, really, really crazy. Yeah. For sure. But I want to thank everyone, of course, um, for tuning in f- uh, to the last episode with Tony. Oh, yeah. I think that was super dope. Um, Tony's a great guy yeah, overall. Sure. You know, he's he's a homie. Um, always shows of love when we go over there to Vice. Um, and I really loved, you know, hearing his story, especially with... Because I, I wasn't too familiar with what this whole situation with his wife. And... Um, that's inspiring, man, to hear that, um, and how the way he said how like you know you got to be there for 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 your your loved one and and it's crazy, man, because like I'm married now, so yeah. you know what I mean. And he's he's um uh well he said he was engaged, right? Yep. So they're getting married uh, here in June, so um soon, you know, yeah. it's not too far. Yeah. So I think it's it's crazy, man. It um, is like I think. Um, yeah, and shout out to Tony for coming on. That was very random. Like, yeah, we were just like, we were. Uh, he was coming into town with Chris, and then he was like, you know, yo, you, you're trying to do a podcast, and I was like, fuck it, let's do it. So we recorded in the car, his car at the bins, and so. Um, but a lot of times, like, there's certain people like you don't really, you know, like you're you know them, but like, do you know them? Like, you know, kind of yeah. thing. Like, and to hear his story and like kind of everything that he kind of did like i i'm i was really inspired to like hear his story and like kind of like where he went to like where he is now um because we had a lot of like uh you know similar paths like it seemed like with a lot of things and then uh with work and everything and hearing that story was definitely touching like and just really cool like the she you know we have all this petty shit in life you know what i mean and like and for her to like not even like he said she didn't even miss a step she still went to work did all that stuff and it's dope to hear. So shout out to them, and I can, uh, you know, congratulations on them getting married in June. Um, can't I? I was asking him if he was gonna wear sneakers and stuff. You know, uh, he said maybe at the after, uh, you know, the reception, yeah, the reception and everything. But no, that's it's really dope to uh, just to see them. And uh, yeah, before we uh, get started here, though, because we of course this is our end of the year award episode. So um, just to let you guys know, you can listen to us, you know, pretty much everywhere. You can listen to us on Spotify. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course the Anchor app, which is sponsoring this episode. Oh, so yeah. shout out to them. Um, but get into sneakers, bro. Uh, before we get to the sneaker of the year later on, what what brand do you feel like killed it this year? You know, with like releases, collabs, things like that. Nike. Nike. Nike and Jordan brand. Like literally, that's all it's been this year, man. Yeah. Um, just Nike and Jordan brand. Um, they've killed it with Travis Scotts with um different. You know. And, and I like that they went the other route of, like, they were collaborating with places that I wasn't really familiar with. Mm-hmm. And they're super dope. So I think Nike and Jordan Brand killed it for sure this year. What about you? I think, yeah, Nike and Jordan Brand. Um, 
particular particularly Nike, I would say, because I feel like a lot of their and then we'll get into it, uh, but like a lot of their collabs are like, you know, sneaker of the year candidates, you know, yeah. and the one thing that I thought was really dope that I don't know if it's I mean, because it was towards the end of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. they kind of released it throughout the year, but they fucking they brought back the Air Force One. Not that yeah. it left. Yeah. But bro, I you did not see this many people no. wearing like Air Force Ones. Phasos. Yeah, and then now like that you know they're out here you know what yeah. i mean like everyone's everyone's out here walk, you know rocking rock air, air force ones and it's crazy to see because i haven't seen that for about 10 yeah. years so like it's, it's it's dope to see um them bring that back and then, and just other um you know silhouettes also you know they they brought back they didn't only use all the hype kind of like nike yeah. you know models they they brought back some older ones too mm-hmm. and, and that was dope to see um you know for real though uh what do you think was the best collab this year Nike and Travis. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no question about it. Um. They went from going. Uh. Doing the. Um. The Air Force One was his first shoe, and then that was the sale and the um the, just a regular white, and then they did the six, and then from the six um they did another Air Force One which is super dope and now next year in 2020, they're gonna be dropping an Air Max, um. I think I think Travis killed it. Yeah. Like that's that's really, and I don't say that because it's hyped. I say that because I actually fuck with with each one. Yeah. The six is not so much just because of the it's kind of like hoop, it's very simple. Hoopity scoop. Yeah. Um, but um, it's just I don't know. I, I for some reason I I couldn't see myself spending that much on some sixes. Um, but overall, like from the ones to the sixes from the Air Forces and. And now next year the Air Max, I think that was the best release. Um, goal well, not release, but collab release this year. Um, what do you think is the best one? For me personally, um, I I think Travis definitely had a really good year with his collab. Um, you know with Jordan Brand and Nike. Um, for me, I think Sakai really killed it yeah. this year. Like they their collabs were very um just different you know would you say it was like old school and futuristic? yeah like because you you mixed both you brought in some older models of nikes yeah. with the waffle um you know and with the blazer as well and like blazers don't get love like that anymore you know what i mean and like for them to bring it back and do some you know something different with it yeah. I, I really think it was a, a dope collab um i think they they really killed it this year i think travis of course like you know it's, it's fucking travis man like yeah but when you get into like you you have like you know someone other than like a celebrity um it's cool to see them do that but like i i like seeing like sakai or like even the union, union yeah. yeah even the union jordan um it was just that was really dope to see it was such a simple shoe but it was so it was different at the same time because when someone does a jordan one it's like you can only do so much really with it but, but at the same time like they did some different you know and they shot the fuck up too yeah. like hype wise but like just design wise i'm really big on like the design of it because that's like the initial part of why you like a sneaker like is the color or the design of it and like i think union like yeah that they had some and i i heard that they were coming out with some more maybe like next year i don't know mm-hmm. we'll see but um it's yeah i think union uh, but sakai overall like had a really good year with nike for sure. Um, speaking of collabs, the Sean Weatherspoon and Asics collab. What do you think about those? Yeah, so actually, I saw that fully on their the Brown Two Four Hour fucking episode. Yeah. it was fun. It was my Christmas Eve like at night or whatever. So, um, they had. I I like it. I think he's going back with the corduroy, which is like you know his thing. 
um, but it's a fabric that is not used as much anymore yeah. on sneakers, so that's that's dope to uh, see him do that. Um, I really fuck with the toe box where the purple is. If yeah. that is the official, like, what they're going to do. Because they had, he just posted another sample. Yeah. Um, where they're changing it a bit. I think it's going to be crazy how. Yeah. Yeah. And it brings love to the runners, which, like, our people sleep on so yeah. much. People, like, if if you guys don't know, man, like, Asics, you know, like, Sockney, like, things like that. Shit. Like, I, I mean, there's. I still love, you know, Asics and everything and, like, the runners. And shout-out to J-Bo because that man mm-hmm. still stays true to, <laughs> yeah, to the runners. But, like, <laughs> you know, uh, but I think that the quality on those shoes of New Balance, you know, Asics and things are, like, unmatched with a lot of other people. And they're less. You know, they're cheaper yeah. retail, which is, like, funny. I'm curious what the retail price on this is going to be because it is you know he is a major person person so like maybe they're gonna bring up the price a little bit i'm still gonna go after them they're gonna be fucking selling out it's gonna be my uh my you know his air max it's my uh consolation prize yeah i should have fucking got that shoe now like it's too expensive but um yeah i think i think it's gonna be a dope shoe man i I think it's uh i don't think it will be as hyped as the nike but it's still gonna be it's still gonna sell out it's still gonna be i mean it might be one of the most expensive Asics out there, out like there, more than sure. the Fikes probably. Yeah. And those were like pretty expensive back in the day. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting to see what you know how the price goes on that and like how people react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was the most underrated sneaker this year? I don't know, man. That's that's kind of tough. I think there's, I mean, there's some really good shoes out there. One I really messed with um, wasn't even like. A Jordan or I, I really fucked with the uh, the New Balance and like Bodega collab yeah um, I forgot what model it was but I think it was uh, but those were really dope I, I liked those a lot um, the Adidas Ultra Boost the, the tie-dye I forgot the oh uh, yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about yeah, those flea were, market was it flea market maybe the flea market I don't know um, those were those were dope too there's there's certain things like that that are really nice and um the uh the clot air force ones oh yeah yeah those were nice too and like just the way that, that you could break them down and like mm-hmm. do different things with them I, th- I thought those were really nice and you know we're mentioning all these things and it's still collabs man i feel yeah. like kind of collabs have taken collabs over you know like the sneaker game in uh in a way uh, what about you i think one of them that a lot of people don't realize i thought they would be going for a good price at their door uh the dornbecker air force ones the ones that have like the roses yeah I thought those were going to be going for a good amount, and they're not. They're going for uh, just for retail. Um, another big release that I thought would do well was the Waffle Runners, the the uh, off-white ones. They're, I've seen pairs being posted for under retail. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, it's an off-white, but it's a waffle. But then that kind of they kind of messed it up yeah. <laughs> just because of, of, like, the fish netting that they did with it, and it was kind of like, eh. Yeah, when I woke up in the morning, I was looking at some sneaker groups and some people, like, retail was, like, 160 mm-hmm. and I saw some people post for 100 120 and I was like, dang, bro, like, it, it went that, I might cop a pair low-key. I know, um, shout out to Logan from uh, DSM Drops, he has a, a black and white pair, I believe, yeah. uh, but I want the white pair and I would take the netting off, because I've seen some people do customs with it where they'll take the netting off, way much, it, it looks way better. See, and sometimes it just takes like one thing and you don't want to mess up someone's design but at the same time like if it looks better bro like then it looks better yeah. like i really think oh another one um was like the undercover uh the tailwinds oh yeah, yeah those were like i think like from what i heard because bowie got a pair mm-hmm. but they were um 
I mean, they he got him at the outlet, yeah, and like they they were hitting outlets and everything, and like I think the shoe design like was really dope. I heard they weren't as comfortable because that back, the yeah, heel, back, but, the heel, yeah. But I think that's still a dope shoe, and like the blue, the blue uh, pair was probably the best that Royal and everything. But uh-huh. another underrated shoe <laughs> for this year, I think, too, was the pair that I'm wearing now. The, the Yeezy slides, man. People were making fun of them. <laughs> oh, it looks like some fucking like medical, med- mental hospital type shit. And and I'm just like, man, these are comfortable. I think they're underrated. I feel like by next year, these are going to be going for a good amount. They're going to shoot up. Yeah, I have a feeling just because, like, it, especially in the summertime, I feel like that's when they're really going to shoot up. Um, I've been, I've already fucking creased these too. Um, I stuck my fat foot in there because um, they do fit a little snug, but. Um, I think they're going to be, especially for, for the summertime, they're going to be... Uh, it's going to be the wave. Bro. Yeah, it's going to be the gonna wave. Be, everyone's going to be on the Yeezy slides. Yeah. I just wish, I mean, like, I like that color, but, yeah. like, it, uh, there needs to be some, like, I don't know, maybe more summer colors will drop or something. Yeah, but. I'm pretty sure they will. I don't like the sand color wave. Nah. The sand color wave is ugly. Um, but I think another, let's see, another one that was on my list. Uh, that's mainly it, yeah. I think those are mainly the underrated. Oh, the Supreme, uh, tell not Tailwinds, what are they called? Supreme Air Max, I can't remember what they're called, but it was a Supreme Air Max that dropped, um, and they were, um, here, let me look it up too, I can't remember which one it is, because I'm, I'm like, drawing a blank, let's see, Supreme Air Max, yeah, it was the Air Max Tailwind, yeah, the Tailwinds, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was gonna say it, but I, I wasn't too sure. Um, I think it's a, it's a obviously it's not the the most beautiful sneaker to do, although I just I don't know I love how it looks and and they're going for what almost basically retail, uh, depending on the size. Yeah. Um, my size is retail. I feel like their collabs over the past couple times uh-huh. like have been very like hit like hit or hit miss. Hit or miss, yeah. And like they. I don't know, like, I feel like they, the people, like, in the hype, like, they haven't had, like, a, a good shoe in a bit. Yeah. The 14s people messed with, but not as much as, like, the other ones. And, uh-huh. like, um, I feel like the sub-temples were, like, the last pair that everyone went, like, crazy over. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is crazy. Which is weird, because, like, almost two years ugh, ago. They're, they're ugly, in my opinion. I never really, I like the original, like, yeah. up-tempos and yeah. stuff. But, um. The big-ass sub on it. Yeah. Yeah. That just that wasn't really new for me. It wasn't anything like, oh yeah, um, this is something new. But it's it's whatever. Um, now getting to the big one. What's the sneaker of the year for you? I think for me, the sneaker of the year would be the Sakai waffles. Not the not the blazer, but the the waffle the because waffles. I think they they did something this year that was very different. It wasn't the same. You know, the design works in the, the three colorways, like, with the, the multicolor. Then you got, like, the black and white going, and then the the white pair even. Like, the design of the shoe is, like, they took they took an original, you know, Nike shoe and then put it into today's kind of, like, fashion. Yeah. And, like, that's something that was really, you know, sick to see. And that that's my major thing. Like, I get it, like, you know, like, celebrity collabs are obviously, like, the, the more... Um, kind of sought after and everything but throughout they were consistent in sales also like you know people are still going after them they're still going for a good amount yeah they're still going for a good amount as well but just the design of the shoe that's what did it for me man and i still need a pair so if anyone's got like a i heard you gotta go size up i don't know so if anyone's got I like a, that too. a 13 because i'm a 12 usually so hit me up 
Uh, I want the all white pair. I want the black, like the black pair or the multicolor. I'll I'll do some crazy shit. Like summer's coming up. I want the white, the all white pair, the cocaine pair. Yep. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) no, but uh, yeah, I think that that pair would be would be a good one. What about you, man? What's your sneaker of the year? Shoot. I don't know. It's a tough one because I liked all. (laughs) I liked all of them to be honest. Um, if I had to pick one shoe that I really, 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 really mess with, hmm. Damn, that's a tough one. Right. Sneaker of the sneaker year, though. What, what's year. what's your sneaker of the year? Oh crap! There's just so many of them. I don't know. I think it it would have to be between. Damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh. I feel like it would be between the... Got to choose one, bro. Can't be I between. Don't know. I don't want to say one, and then it's like, eh. It's locked in, bro. This is the recording Shit. of the end of the year awards. What's it going to be? I would say... Damn, I don't even know. I feel like, to me, it would be the Travis Scott Air Force. Not Air Force. Jordan 1. Jordan 1? Yep. Because I feel like he took a model, which, yeah, it was hyped, but I didn't think it was ever going to, I didn't think Nike was ever going to release a Jordan 1 with the backwards swish like that. And then on top of that, when I first saw it in the hand, I was kind of like, eh, you know, they're, they're all right. But then actually looking more into um, the detailing, their stamps, the little baggy the box the overall being, package the overall packaging yeah. and everything for me was was that shoe um i think second would be the the sakai blazers for sure because like you said it's something from the past that they brought and they made cool again um i was gonna ask you something too that we didn't have down what do you think is the sneaker of the decade from Ooh. 2010 to 2000 Fuck. coming up now that's a lot of kicks man oh jeez. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. That's a, that's a tough... That's a lot of kicks, man. Um, one that I went crazy over... I mean, that... The bread... I mean, it's not a sneaker that came out, though, but, like, the Bread 11 release yeah. from... What was it? 2011, 12? Yeah, 2011 or 12. Like, I was trying to get my hands on. Mm. Underrated-wise, the Toros. Yes! The Toro 4s are actually, like... I love that. <laughs> like, I love it's I'm a big 4 fan, and, like, having those... Um, I wish I still had them in my collection. I think the Shattered Backboards, the original, oh, yeah. the OG pair. Oh, if I could I, think of I one, I don't know why. That's the first one. I had two pairs, man. I regret selling them both. Like, I mean, I think. We've been sitting on gold. I mean, shit, you had them for a good price. I got them price. for a good, uh, good price. I think, yeah, I think those would be my favorite of the decade. Um, for, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, those were those were a dope shoe. It's funny, though, because, like, you look at, like, the decade in sneakers, like, Everyone was fucking with Jordan Brand and, like, you know, things like that. And Adidas. And then Adidas. And everyone's like, oh, Adidas is going to stay. And yeah. everyone's buying all these fucking boosts and shit. And boosts for comfortability is still the move. Like, you know, people don't sleep. But, like, the, <laughs> the, the you know, I still think that shit lasted crazy, for, man. like, a year and a half, yeah. bro. But it was a long, I felt like it was a long year and a half. With yeah. the, I mean, the Kanye's still there, you know. But the Pharrell's even dropped, like, down. Like, Hell no one uh, even fucks with Pharrell. Like, people fuck with Pharrell, of course. But I'm saying, like, the shoe the itself. Shoe. 
like the uh, the human races, like they they just like they don't even go for that much anymore. Well, I mean, I think the the OG pairs kind of do, but then I feel like they're just breaking. Like nobody's yeah. actually going after. Yeah. Um, because like I said, I I saw some guy at Chicago. He had a beater pair of the red ones. Mm-hmm. They're my size, and he wanted three for them. Yeah. I was gonna offer him two fifty because I heard. Him, I overheard him tell another guy that was with me. He's like, Loki, if someone offers me two fifty, I'll take it. Um, and I was like, damn, that's crazy, cause that pair in that condition, when it first came out, it would have still gone for a yeah. really good amount. Um, I know Ben Strauss from P Town Kicks. He loves human races, cause they they're selling for him. But I think the fact that you got to look at it and like, is it? Oh, I don't know how to say. It. Like, if you're in your, if you're a reseller or you're someone that's selling shoes. There is a certain group that you have to have, certain people that will buy those. Yeah. Because nowadays, it's not really hyped anymore. It's not really selling, at least for me, not not as much. Um, it might work for other people, but that's just a shoe that I was like, wow. Like, it, it went from really high to really low, and then kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? So, uh, my, my sneak of the decade would be the Red Octobers. Oh. Like, I've always, like I said, I, I've always wanted that shoe. Really, really, really badly, and I still do. And I feel like one day I'll get be that able- five racks, bro. Yeah. That's all you. Yeah, that's crazy. So, it goes for that much. Like yeah. it's, it's a dope shoe, though. Like, and you'll never see it again besides Kyrie's new shoe. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> but no, it's a. Uh, it's yeah. Those are dope, man. Like I, I would I would put those up there. I remember when those came out, and like, I was into sneakers, but like I didn't know like, you know. I knew about Nike Talk, mm-hmm. and I knew about some of the forums and everything, but, like, I wasn't, like, deep diving into it, and I didn't know who, like, I, I was looking on the internet, and I found a pair, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna buy these, I'm gonna buy these, and I, I, like, was about to buy them, and then, like, I was looking at them, and looking at them, and then, like, I looked at the, it was on eBay, and mm-hmm. so I looked at the eBay seller reviews and everything, and I was like, yo, that's, that's not legit, bro. I'm not gonna, cause I was telling, I can't remember. I, I told a homie who was like way, you know, like knew about shit like a little bit more than I did, and he's like, "How much are you getting them for?" I was like, "Bro, two hundred bucks." I was like, "It's a fucking steal," and he's like, "Bro, they don't even like no, like those are fake." And I was like, "Damn, man." And that's that's when I learned that I'll never get the the red Octobers. Maybe how much were they going for around that time? I don't even remember, man. I know like, it was higher though, like a thousand probably. Like seven fifty, a thousand, maybe even like yeah. I thought it, I, I feel like they were always at like two. Yeah, they they shot the fuck up. I know, like fifteen hundred. I saw sometimes like I was like constantly looking for them because like I thought like I wanted to, I was gonna work and somehow like get them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, um, it, it was uh I was trying to go after them, but yeah, that's well, still on the list though for sure. For sure. What's something that you would like to see change or stay like, in the same, in getting into sneakers in like the next decade? I think with sneakers and like half the reason like i i mean like i'm still obviously still into sneakers i I just don't shop for them as much anymore because i'm more into like collecting other things but um i think the thing that i you'll see change the most is it will change into more of an online kind of situation i mean StockX has proven that even though they're fucking up right now but (laughs) but just because the company's fucking up doesn't mean the whole system system and the model Model. is going to fuck up there's going to be more and more people that are going to come out with different things like that and they'll learn from the other people's mistakes you know what i mean so like you'll you'll see that change a lot um locally you know and i i i kind of want to see more camp outs and stuff like that that's always a dope time and um you know you probably know a little bit more on that situation with everything Mm -hmm. but i think 
it would be it would be dope to um just the community in general like there's obviously really dope people in the sneaker community but there's a lot of hate too so yeah there's a lot of hate for sure less hate like you know like people uh people need to realize that you know it's all one community and people are into the same thing so like don't hate or like you know troll and shit like that shit's annoying so um, but I think overall, something like a StockX, I don't think StockX will be around from the way their trajectory, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing too hot, but um, something like a StockX will be the number one place to get shoes. Yeah, I for sure think that too. Um, one thing, like I said, yeah, I would, uh, what I would like to see is more campouts and less less hate. Yeah. Um, for sure. I think there's so much, um, there's just so much hate going out for no reason, man. Um, it's just annoying. Uh but I feel like there's always going to be hate no matter what. Yeah. Um, here locally, what I would like to see change is just more people networking and connecting and actually building Iowa as a as a whole. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm super, super pumped for the releases that are going to be happening. Um, overall, just stuff that, that I'm, I'm super happy with. I want to get into fashion. Um, what underbra- uh, underrated brand do you think will pop off uh next year one for sure that i really mess with that like people some people know about but not a lot i mentioned it uh, a few episodes back but uh-huh. like online ceramics yeah I, I fuck with them a lot they're they have very like um kind of like the grateful dead the old grateful yeah. dead tees and everything like they do a lot of tie-dye work but they they at the same time like people like them for the fashion but they're also like sneaking in like political statements and yeah. shit, like, and stuff on uh, especially a lot of stuff with the environment and like saving the planet and mm-hmm. i think that's something that's really like you know big um and something that's you know that, something i care about a lot too but the the overall like brand itself i think is really dope and they do different things but their clothes is just and they use they don't do like a generic ass tie-dye like they do a lot of different marble tie-dye and like different colors too that you wouldn't think to put together in a tie-dye yeah and their design work is like just crazy like it's it's a yeah it's gonna it's one of my favorite brands like um and one that i think that in 2020 is really gonna step it up for sure um i feel like there's not really a like a a global or like a brand abroad that i would see blowing up I think a lot of local ones are going to blow up for sure. Um, I don't know why. I've just been messing a lot more with local brands. And it's just, for me, I feel like a lot of them are going to blow up. I've seen my, my homie, um, uh, shout out to Eternal. Um, he's been killing it with yeah. releases and, and seeing him grow. I think that that's crazy. And, and I love seeing stuff like that. So I think a lot of the local brands are here, here soon are going to blow up. Um, what brands do you see dying down or slowing down right now? I think a lot of the, <laughs> I think a lot of like the hype um, brands, like obviously they won't die, die, but mm-hmm. like I think like Supreme. Oh, if yeah. you look at Supreme from the start of the year or even like 2017, decade, yeah. yeah. 2017, like just take it to the past yeah. like few years, like 2015 to now, like it's died down a lot. Like so people much. are still going after it. Obviously, you're just still going to go crazy over the box logo but you don't see as much people you see people more trying to flip those yeah. than like actually wearing wow. it and that's what we're talking about is like actually wearing it so um brands like that i think yeah like i think supreme i think is going to be the the thing that will 
kind of died down this year. Like, not as far as, like, people buying it still, just, like, nah. people rocking it. Rocking like, I don't see it. too many people rock Supreme like that anymore. Nah, I mean, I, I like I said, I you even had a, a Supreme tee. You were like, eh, I did too. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just wasn't really feeling it like yeah. that. Um, what do you, what brand, what do you think, like, because, you know, obviously we, we said that they're, they're dying down. But what do you think brands will have to do to stay afloat and stay relevant in the next 10 years? I think just come out with some different things, you know, like I, I feel like personally with streetwear, like the whole like t-shirt kind of side of things is still like relevant and (laughs) everyone wears fucking t-shirts. So, but I think what they're coming out with and like redoing kind of the same designs that other people have done, like you got to come out with your own designs and like different things. Like that's, that's always been my kind of main focus is like, what, what are you coming out with? What's the meaning of the thing that you drop? Like, yeah. That's, that's for sure. Like, that's what I think they need to start doing and not just copying everybody. For sure. Um, my thing with that too is I feel like people got to be innovative. You got to bring new designs and fresh stuff to the table if you're going to want to stay afloat um, in the next 10 years. And with that, with, with streetwear, Virgil recently even said that streetwear is going to die like it's going to die and it's all going to be about vintage do you believe that as far as like how we're going right now i get what he said Uh um as far as like and like shout out shout out to virgil for Mm -hmm. saying yeah he's listening to this (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, come on (laughs) come on the podcast but no um he uh i get what he was saying from it but i don't think streetwear is going to be dead completely Uh i think because you have brands that have stood like the the test of time like Stussy like the hundreds like some of those iconic streetwear brands where like they fluctuate for sure but like they've they've they're still here though like and I don't think you know you have people in our field of things that are like always looking for the next new thing and everything but you still have people that love like streetwear and like those brands and like the legacy of those brands and like as far as vintage goes, I for sure, I mean, even since I've started and, like, since I've been into vintage and, you know, with everything, I've seen it grown. And I, I do think this upcoming year for vintage is going to be a really big year for us. And um, a lot of people are going to get into it because you're starting to see, like, even celebrities, like, do shit. And, like, I still, like, the my favorite thing I've seen in 2019 was Miley Cyrus at a thrift store. Oh, and, like, yeah. you, like, wearing, like, a hat or some shit. I'm like, yo, if Miley's out here doing shit, like, or, like, you know, some people like that. Um, I think it's going to be something that's really going to take off. But I, I don't agree with Virgil saying, like, it's it's going to be completely dead. Because yeah. I think the model of screen printing and, like, T-shirts and, like, making your own brand that way, like, I don't think it's dead yet. I think it's dead because people are, like I said before, people are doing the same thing. Things, yeah. But if they actually took the time to do different shit, like, then it wouldn't be dead, would it? Because you're coming out with new ideas and be, be you know innovative you know yeah, so for sure um what's your favorite brand of uh of des moines this year for me i mean we have so many clothing brands here in des moines <coughs> which is so cool to see and like people just really take it to the next level um of course miller's the homie and he killed it with human um not being biased but like bowie with vxh bro like he, his his releases with the spring drop and then you're wearing one right i mean now. i'm wearing one right now the university collection like that was that was dope to see but um the growth i love the growth drop too because it was it was something that like had a message behind yeah. it, you know and like 
even in the beginning of the year, we talked so much about like growth and like how this city's growing and um, how it's, you know, just <coughs> taking the next level and the next step up. So that was really dope to see. Um, Alan from Loyalty Love, like, he keeps on coming out with. Didn't he come out with some stuff? Yes, he did. Right? So you guys go dope. check out the Space Explorer uh, drop. I don't know if it's still up on the site, but if it is, go to loyaltylove.co, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but show me, he, show me a t shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that but shirt so much. He, has, uh, he had one that was a very vintage style. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, that was really dope. That's the and one then, I want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even the, you know, just his brand. And like, I like when I'm like. Uh, I wear vintage, but if I'm not wearing vintage, it's very, like, subtle shit. Like, yeah. I don't wear, like, you know, crazy things. I, um, I mean, I'm wearing a crazy yeah. crazy color one right now. Yeah. Um, I don't usually do it. That's why I kind of felt uncomfortable wearing it at first. Yeah. But then I kind of got used to it. But usually I'm wearing, like, black or, yeah. like, grays and stuff that's subtle. His designs, though, are, like, just very, like, classic. And, yeah. like, but they have a message between it, and you're still repping the brand. Um, And then the homie Rio, too, um, with Full Moon. You know, he's creating really dope stuff. Um, yeah, there's a, there's just a lot of good brands, man. Like, and I can't wait to see what everyone does in 2020. But, like, one of these brands, are the, they're going to take the next step. Yeah. And, like, and hopefully all of them do. But, like, you know, one of them for sure is going to be, like, the next elevated. Right like, there. they're yeah. going to kill it and they're going to do some dope stuff. But for sure. shout out to all those guys, though. Mm-hmm. Um, getting into music, what's your favorite album coming out? Of Des Moines this year, since we just spoke about locals for yeah for um for fashion, I think it's tough because I I really loved uh of course fly you know fly, fly space fly, yeah, yeah. um you know shout out to the uh, shout out to the guys uh, that was definitely one of my favorites Teller's album uh, the called and chosen that was I think I think th- yeah those two. Um and Be Well killed it too mm-hmm. and Johnny dropped a you know uh, Johnny Mars dropped an album really late uh, this year so but looking at overall I think I'd have to go probably with Fly Space bro like yeah I think it's just dope to see you know two artists that are really good at their craft come together and like collab because that's something that I always push on like with Des Moines especially okay. with the artists and like we've talked about with other artists on here is like we like not like fucking crazy DJ Khaled collabs or stuff like DJ this. Khaled. Yeah, like and have like nine people from Des Moines on there and shit. But like, just like those two came together, dropped a project, and it has really good music yeah. on it. And that's something that, yeah, they killed it, man. Like, uh, do or die, you know. Uh, My favorite was Rock Bottom. Rock Bottom, yeah. rock, and like, and you remember it too. You know what I mean, like. I think Rock Bottom and, like, Do or Die or, like, just the album itself, like, I don't look at it in a Des Moines kind of spectrum. No, no. I look at it as in, like, a album, yeah. like, you know, like, overall. Like, uh, that's what I really feel like, man. Like, I, I put it up there, like, with some of the albums that have come out, even from, like, the national artists this year. So, shout out to them. I think they really killed it. And um, they're actually performing at CultureCon Culture Con. Uh, here in like two weeks so it's gonna be dope to see all them in uvt uh perform so shout out to those guys for sure um where do you think the music scene here in Des Moines is going next year i think this year was such a big year for music because it it became more recognizable like there's a lot more people uh, but you also see like from a business side of things people are getting more shows which is awesome um people are headlining more things people are you know fucking B-Well got to yeah. perform with Afro Man, which is, like, crazy. Like, um, 
you know to see people like do these things and like come together like i said collab again for shows it's it's dope to see um i think next year is gonna be again like same thing with fashion i think we just need a artist a group someone to take over and like actually you know put it on the map and i think next year is gonna happen i think man we have some really talented people here and like obviously that's what we try to push but like i think I think it really next year is going to be a really good year for our music scene and just the the culture of Des Moines is going to change a lot uh, this upcoming year for sure. I think, yeah, I honestly think that it's going to be a big step for sure for 2020. Um, You know, artists are really trying new things. And and like I said, with CultureCon, it's super dope to see events keep on happening and growing and growing. Um, What do you think Iowa has to do to get on the map or on the music like scene of it? I think like i said it just needs it just needs one person mm-hmm. um one you know group when i see guys like Deadstock or ubt i really think those guys can really take it over to the next level because yeah. they have the artistry they have the bars they have not only that but they have the marketing skills too yeah. because someone could be really good at you know you know just spit in and do whatever but like they don't have the business side or mentality to go like push their shit yeah and both those guys really do. Um, they just there's a lot of people here, man, that can really do it. But um, I, I just really needs that next step. They they need to go, you know, take it out and go even past Des Moines though, and like really blow up that way. Maybe do like kind of like a tour. It'd be dope to see somebody do a tour, like mm-hmm. maybe around a couple cities and things. So <coughs> I've always said that if you're gonna if you want to take over, like. A lot of people are like, oh man, you gotta move to Chicago, you gotta move to, to California, to Florida, whatever it might be. You gotta take over the city that you're yeah. in right now. Yep. If you can't take over that city, what makes you think you can take up uh, a bigger city? Exactly. Um, and I've always believed it. Like if if you wanna, if like I said, you wanna start taking the city over, and then that city alone is pretty. It's a big. It's obviously a city. Take the state over. That state is gonna be like, oh shit. You know, have you guys heard of blah 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 blah? Because there's the shit here. Oh snap! Now you're in Chicago doing shows. You know what I mean. So, um, I think that's something that people really gotta gotta look at. But switching over to the national side of things, who are some artists you you're messing with this year? Man, there's a lot of people. Um, I think I think even personally, my music style has changed a lot over uh-huh. the past like year or so. Um, I just like to chill and like listen to music yeah. and like chill music like that. Um. I've listened to a lot of different people. Free Nationals is a, uh, they were, they did a lot of music with like fucking Anderson Pack, mm-hmm. like, you know, people like that. Um, they were his backups for like a while and they just released their own solo project here in De- December or November, I want to say. Yeah. They're really good. Um, Tyler, of course. Um, you know, Cole and them and Dreamville, they dropped, uh, dropped an album. Uh, there's a lot of there's just a lot of good people out there, man. Like uh, even uh, shit, Bowie put me on to this dude named Aaron May. Mm-hmm. He he was really good. Um, just music like that, like music like I can just chill to and like kind of uh, be inspired by. Uh, is definitely music I'm into. The uh, baby took the fuck over too yeah. this year. Like he, Jesus Christ, he came out of nowhere. I mean, not out of nowhere because I heard of him, but like this year though like on a national spectrum jesus he he came his marketing is fucking genius like he he came and fucking took everything over and got on everyone's songs like now (laughs) a lot of people say his flow is kind of the same which i get because like his flow definitely you 
if you heard a the baby song you've probably heard like most of his songs yeah but then he came out with kirk and at least changed a couple a little bit didn't you know he still talked about some of the same stuff but brought some of his personal life into it also so um i i think he really killed it i listened to him a lot this year too for sure um yeah me too yeah, what I, about you i like i like the baby a lot um one that literally just recently released was the Jack Boys. Yeah. Where the fuck are the rest of the songs, man? Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, a whole, like, album album. But um, I just liked it. You know, it's something different. Um, I like, obviously, I like the name Jack Boys. This one's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I just miss, I, I, I feel like I've been listening to the same ones. Obviously, Locals, we already spoke about that. But that's mainly what I've been listening to is just a lot of local stuff. Not much. Um abroad or like you know artists that are that are really big who was um, your uh because you have like what spotify yeah right? so who was your like most listened to this year or whatever for like did you check that out travis travis it was travis scott yeah, yeah. um he's been killing him with a lot of shit um he's probably the most the person i listen to the most um and that i mess with the most was travis this year as far as like local we already spoke about it but i feel like supply space too yeah. Was 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 the second one that I that I listened to the most. Yeah. Um. So overall, I think this year has been crazy, with with music, with fashion, with with sneakers. It's been absolute yeah. crazy. Oh man, and I, I definitely agree. It's been a it's definitely been a great year for you know just the culture in general. Yeah. Um. Couple more questions when it comes to music, bro. Um. Who is your before we get into the final question, which is album of the year? Who is your artist of the decade? Ooh. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, it has to be Kanye because with all the stuff that he's dropped since 2010 and now, and even just now recently taking over the the Christian uh, charts, like what the heck? Yeah. Who thought starting? If you told me that starting in 2019, say it was 2010, you told me here in 2019 Kanye West is gonna take over um, the Christian record charts, yeah. like what? I would have took you up on that, but I was like, there's no way. And he did it, and and even with shoes and stuff like that. But more than music, I feel like he was the artist of the decade, two thousand ten, two thousand twenty. Yeah. What about you? For me, it was Drake. I think if you look at Drake, Drake, <laughs> uh, if you look at his kind of craft and everything he did, if yeah. you look at when he he literally came out like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, um, <coughs> you know, you got so far gone, yeah, and then you go all the way to now. Um, I know you saw that interview, right? Yeah, yeah. and even in the interview, like, um, I think he really kind of took over the tens. Like Kanye for sure. Uh huh. Shout out to our mic phone. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> so Kanye for sure, he uh -huh. he really uh, took it over and killed it. But I think Drake, if you look at just the charts and like, he he got into like Michael range yeah. of like fucking music and like as far as like the charts go and like billboard and you know awards all that kind of stuff but um i feel like take care and nothing was the same was a classic man and not saying kanye didn't have classic albums of course he did but um i think overall the decade and someone who had you know crazy impact as well like was drake so um that, at least that's my artist of the decade for sure for sure um what was the last one is what's our album of the year yeah man so for mine it was kind of a toss-up so I, it was tough because my two was probably like Dreamville, um, and their uh, Revenge of the Dreamers, uh, and 
just because you had so many people on there just like spit and like for a rap album like that was that was probably my rap album of the year but overall for me was tyler's igor um i think what he did and like what he's done ever since flower boy and like changing up his his style and everything um it's for sure that album i listened to the most this year but uh if you look at the album and like his it's basically a story about him being with uh a guy but tyler's like the side dude Mm -hmm. and the guy's with a girl and he's like basically why are you hiding and doing all Mm -hmm. this other shit when you're supposed to be with me and the trajectory of the album is basically going into when he's like obsessed with him and you know how he makes him feel like with earthquake all the way down into the middle part where he's like fuck this bitch and fuck this guy like man fuck everything to the end of it with basically him coming to terms with like his that that part of his life's over and everything uh i think that album told a story and that's what i'm really into um with pieces like that and that's kind of the music like i've I've been into lately too so i think it really um stood out to me uh across like a lot of other albums and everything so i uh, for me that would probably be yeah my album of the year what about you astro world that come out in 2019 though came out in 2000 yeah it did did it i'm pretty sure it did did it I feel like it came out in 2018, though. It's still 2019 for me. <laughs> um, I listened to it. It was my album of the year. Yeah, then. it's my album of the year. Um, I don't know. There's not really any album that really stuck up to me, man. Like, eh, Igor was pretty good. I, I never really liked Tyler, the creator, yeah. though. As far as, like, I, I never really listened to him. Oh, um, what's it called? 21 Savage. What, what the fuck was it called? There was a couple of songs. I'm not sure if he actually dropped an actual album album. Wasn't it I Am? Yeah, I Am. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just liked it because I think it's crazy how he went from... I never knew he was from the UK. <laughs> All right? I was yeah. like, dang, free the lad, man. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> but when that happened, I was like, I was shocked. I'm like, what? This man is from the UK. And then going from that to like actually hearing how it actually happened and how he came over here from a young age and then growing up. To, and I think I, I thought it was crazy. I loved every every song that he dropped. I think he had a good year, so yeah. it would be between those two. For sure. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm just I'm, – I'm excited and I'm ready for 2020, man. Oh, yeah, man, it's it's crazy, man. The year went by so quick, and um, we're, we're definitely happy to take you guys on this journey with mm-hmm. us. And shout-out to you guys, man, for making our 2019 so great and just the love and support. Um, we definitely appreciate you guys, and we can't wait to show you guys what we got in store for 2020, man. That's more interviews, you know, more videos. Uh, subscribe to Full Drop TV. For sure. Uh, if you guys haven't already. Um, but we're just ready to bring more content to you guys, man, and, and really kill it for you. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. The the end of the year, man, the last episode of the year. Um, shout out to you guys. Just we love you guys so much, man. Thank, Thank you, you for all the support. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Full Drop Podcast. We'll, uh, we'll see you in 2020. And uh, this is also, I also forgot to mention, this is the season finale, too. So yeah. uh, we'll get we'll see you guys in season three. Yeah, we got a banger for season for three, sure. for sure. So, uh, yeah, as always, you where can we find you at, Phoenix? Oh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at RAVPhoenix. Um, you can follow Rise Again Vintage also. Um, you can check me out. Uh, check out Vintage if you guys are local at Illus Around. Uh, we sell there. And then uh, on our website at thearchive.com. For sure. Uh, you can find myself at 99Manny, all spelled out on Instagram. 
of course, on uh, Instagram also for my business, at 90 underscore N-I-N with the number 9 at the end. Um, yeah, uh, I, I honestly can't wait for 2020. Uh, some big things are coming for sure. So uh, thanks again th- for all the love, support, like Phoenix said, and uh, I'm always going to be grateful for that yeah, for, for sure. sure. So uh, see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.